0: Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. Mike Hayden. Not
1: too bad, mate. Yourself.
0: Yeah, good. So, you had, a, you're just telling me you had a nice little weekend for your, for your lady's birthday?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was the boss's birthday, you know, a few days ago. The away. boss, yeah, that's right. The
0: boss, as we all know. yeah. Why is that always the case? <laughs> they say it's a man's world,
1: but it ain't really. Yeah, it's ain't is really. It? It's not really, let's be honest. We it's think it is in our heads, but when it comes to reality, yeah, no, yeah. The, the, the ladies are on the show. That's for sure. They do, do not they? They do, they
0: do. They, they really do. do. But did you have a nice time? No,
1: it was good. A few days away, nice little break. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. I enjoyed it. What
0: yeah. about yourself? In the the Oxfordshire, you said. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, okay. just,
1: just out in Henley. So lovely. Uh, by the uh, the uh, regatta. Is beautiful man. Uh, beautiful. Yeah. What's,
0: what's? Yeah, it, my week's been alright. Um, what have I done? It's been pretty chill, to be fair. Um, yeah, nothing outside of the markets this week. Yeah. Just yeah just uh yeah that's it it's not 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 exciting one yeah my as, as i said before previously my um, obviously my life has changed quite a lot obviously it's very much family orientated now Of course. you know i'm not i'm not living the trader lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> for for the time being <laughs> but that will, that time will come again yeah absolutely um but man um mate it's there's a lot lot been going on yeah, it's, it's a lot it's um, been a busy week it's, been, a busy it's week. been it's been a mad week like today if you have a look obviously just time recording friday the dollar's bounced yeah look at the dollar right remember we were speaking about this i, I said this how this could be a potential head and shoulders yeah, formation yeah yeah remember if we just quickly recap wednesday right we had well we were selling heading into wednesday because everyone was expecting the fmc not to be hawkish right Right, right just hike right. by 25 as they did yeah. the dollar sold off yeah. because it was a dovish hike and they signaled that sure rates are to to to, to, to be paused for a little while right because it is banking turmoil Mm-hmm. but now dollars bounced. And if you look across the board, look at all the yens. Can you see here, look, GJ down 190 pips, Euro yen down 200 pips. Incredible amount of strength in the yens. So yeah. we're seeing safe haven flows again. Banking yeah, yeah, stocks yeah. are down today. Yeah, they you are. Know, like, what's going I on? I think
1: we could probably look towards like narrative again. We spoke about this in, you know, the live stream there the other day. Mm. Um, It's very much a case of people are waiting and wanting to see what's going on and what kind of forward direction can be given by the markets from, you know, uh, top financiers at the Fed, at the ECB, banking, whatever. But obviously, as of you know today, um, you know the most sort of prominent bit of narrative that's been pushed out is from the uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Mm. She's basically come out and she's eased the markets, and she's basically said, "Look, with regards to uh, financial stability within you know the banking sector, we will do whatever it takes." Mm. So essentially, I think you know that's kind of been interpreted. By investors yeah. and traders, as right, okay, dollar safety is there. Yeah, I feel as though you know this is it could, it's, it's positive news for the dollar, and I think that's probably why we've seen, you know, a bit a bit of, you know, traction back into the dollar. Because I know we were talking earlier in the week about you know dollar losses against all major currency pairs. Yeah. now it seems possibly like it's set to bounce the other way. It so seems. That I way. think that's probably the main reason as to why
0: it seems that way. Obviously, markets are just well and truly spooked today you know they're, they're really spooked and uh, i think obviously what with what happened with the, you know the start of it, svb i don't know if you saw i posted in the two blokes trading app today oh. um this morning i basically just posted this graphic and it just shows the market value being wiped off all the u.s regional banks yeah. it's concerning like they're all going to sure. like nothing for sure and it's mad and th- that just screams like that speaks volumes it screams trouble a Absolutely. lot of trouble
1: Absolutely. I mean, um, I was listening. It's only sorry, just
0: quickly, but th- c- just because you said about the J- Janet Yellen, you know, stepping pro- providing assurances. There's only so much they can do. Very Surely. true.
1: Very true. Uh, look, you know, you can't really avoid a bank run when people exactly. come and take their deposits out. There's not much you know a bank can do in terms of stopping that, right? Mm. But obviously, you know, there's certain factors and a multiple like array of different things that impact a bank's day-to-day functioning. Mm. You know, a lot of that is to do with, you know, their positions with regards to, as we spoke before, in, you know, fixed income, equities, FX, whatever it is, you know, that's one aspect of the investment branch of, you know, a bank. And then you've got the deposits. So ultimately, I feel as though Janet Yellen, her stepping in and saying that Mm. is obviously only providing that safety net, that reassurance to, you know, the more uh, investment side of the bank as opposed to, you know, the like average Joe's deposits. Because nobody can stop them going in and, you know, taking out their money if they really wanted to, you know. So it's, you know, as much as we like to think, um, you know, governments, central banks Mm. can provide that ultimate net of safety, there's only so much they can do in reality. Yeah,
0: definitely. Well, you know, just to uh, just sort of going back to to the dollar, I I think, well, we've what we've got. We've got a few hours left of, of Friday. we have still got a decent ten hours. Yeah. I think that if we watch this candlestick today, obviously we're bouncing. You know how sometimes head and shoulders don't play out. We just ping off that right yes, shoulder to yes, the upside. Yes. This could end up pinging to, to the upside, right? For sure. If we get maybe this forms a hammer hammer to signal a reversal for yeah, for next week yeah, yeah. bear in mind we've got we're coming up to the monthly close as well we've got a few days so that this dollar you see obviously we finished in the green in february we could end up closing above february we, we could. could we could it, we could this could all still change and we have a bullish closure there for the dollar and we end up obviously going to push 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 back to the north like i know yesterday on a stream we were talking about how you know before obviously sentiment changed again yeah. i was talking about how things are you know, the dollar lost some ground on the monetary policy trade, you know, in terms yeah. of the, you know, they were they were winning, they were leading the race against other major central banks. Sure. Um, now, I forget, obviously, they've paused. But look, that aside, we're, we're all equal now. So what's the next narrative to trade? The next narrative to trade is looking for safety in the dollar, uh, is my point. I so I the dollar so. still has I, the edge. Yeah, I the think so. The dollar still has the edge. I
1: kind of going back to what you were saying a minute ago, like, I feel as though the street has kind of almost priced in the end or near enough the end of the rate hike cycle Agreed. and what we mean by that essentially um the fed going 25 there early in the week has basically suggested to institutions that there isn't much room to go further north in terms of where we're going with interest rates mm-hmm. so you know i feel as though a kind of reversal in a dollar kind of you know again kind of tying it back to your point about that sense of normality dollar usually tends to lead in terms of performance against other currencies anyway so, you know, I feel as though that is what's kind of, it's a combination of things. Obviously, Yellen giving a positive here with regards to do whatever it takes with the banks. Um, people also thinking, right, rates can't go much further. Let's start thinking ahead and start planning towards, you know, a world in which, uh, you know, it's it goes the other way. So they start mm. cutting rates. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel as though this positioning now is kind of almost sort of giving an insight as to what the big institutions are thinking further down the line.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Agreed. Totally agreed. Nicely said. And um, yeah, I think that I think that's enough on the on the dollar front. I just wanted to speak about just spin this into see. As I said, we've had those flows into JPY, right? And yeah. on the safety side of things, yeah. uh, um, a couple of months ago, I was I was warning sort of via the two blokes trading app, I was warning people of how things were shaping up. Like if you look at all these yens, right? Let's just go over GJ quickly. Price action been consolidating more or less we've just been gradually grinding to the upside but it's, it's, it's been in consolidation right the range still fairly tight for for GJ and we're moving within this wedge now we're breaking out this wedge same thing over here look Euro Yen wedge look a f- sort of flag wedge breakout Aussie Yen same again got a nice little trade there running at the moment same sort of thing we've got a little head and shoulders playing out there so Yen's just flying right now on a safety flow yeah but then I don't know if you saw but uh basically we've got a new BOJ governor starting next month yeah that's uh, huge uh, uh, Yuida, I think his name is. And he th- he's taken over uh, a guy called Kuroda. Kuroda has mm-hmm. been... He introduced this um, ultra-easy stance in terms of um, controlling yields. Kuroda-nomics, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, exactly. So he's ultra-dove, but Yuida has been quite... A, uh, he's been quite... Uh, he's... Pre- given a lot of criticism over Kuroda um, in terms of how easy his stance has been for so long. Mm-hmm. So he is going to come in and at some point start shifting policy, moving away from these negative rates, moving away from this yield curve control policy, and yeah. start gradually normalising. So that will be big as well for Yen Flows. 100%.
1: And then obviously, you know, with, you know, a, a new uh, focal man coming in, you know, it's anyone's guess as to where and how, policy is going to be implemented obviously we can go off the narrative that he's obviously quite a contrarian with regards to what was already in place in japan as we said you know periods of uh low interest rates negative rates um it's definitely one to watch because how is yen then going to play in a part in terms of like the global economy in terms of uh, a, a flight to safety mm. is it going to abandon that stance are we going to see flows out of yen into dollar as we were talking about a minute ago possibly Uh, But, you know, definitely interesting to see because, you know, when policymakers are switched out and obviously very drastically as well, because, you know, this isn't anything new in terms of policy or popular policy in Japan. This has been in place for years now. So this is going to be a huge structural shift Mm. and it will be definitely interesting to see where flows
0: into and out of the currency go. So, definitely one to watch. Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice at Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone, and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. Definitely. I I just wonder what the Japanese, the everyday Japanese person is going to be, the consumer, because these guys don't spend their money. Hence, they've had deflation for years. Right. And I was reading something uh, months, months, months back. I need to look into it again to understand the specifics. But Japanese don't spend their money. The reason being that typically historically they're homeowners, they like to buy their homes, they like to buy their land and they sit and wait for these cycles, right? They'll sit on their cash for years, like 10 mm. going on 15 years until like they have a cycle where the housing market sort of has a correction and prices come down. Yeah. So they're sitting yeah. on all that money they don't want to spend. And, yeah, of uh, um, So I'm going to be interested, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when they start lifting rates, what's going to happen there. But it's you know? interesting
1: that you point out, you know, the housing market in Japan mm. because, yes, you're right, traditionally over in Asia, the big thing is uh, houses are for living in.
0: Mm. You know,
1: it's not typically seen like it is over here in the West as means of investment, as means of, you know, uh, getting ahead. So, obviously, that's probably going to be one of the main decisions within a family's life over in Japan, over in China, you know, is buying a house. And obviously, when rates uh, are in negative territory and they keep going negative, further negative, you know, you you find yourself waiting and always putting off buying of a house because you feel as though you could get better rates as they keep going south. Exactly. So it's that, you know, uh, I'm not going to buy because I feel as though, you know, if I wait, 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 and wait, Mm. you know, the ideal opportunity will come, but then you're playing, you know, you're almost chasing your own tail. Yeah. So going back to what you're saying about buying houses, yes, that's culturally uh, what they tend to do in Japan, China, most parts of Asia. But then over the you know the past few years you've seen a lot of people rent not actually taking that leap of faith and mm. actually buying because of the fact that they feel as those uh, rates go south. Exactly. So if, again, going back to what we were saying, you know, with the change of policymaker, could we see a cultural shift there too?
0: Possible. You know, it's gonna be very interesting. interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I've never, I've always wanted to, I've been through parts of Asia, but I've never been to Japan. Have you ever been to no. Japan? Tokyo yeah. is definitely on the list though. Yeah. It has to be done. Yeah, it's got to be. It looks yeah. so cool. Yeah, absolutely. yeah I'd love, love to experience it. Completely different world, obviously. Sure, um, what, what's else been uh, sort of cracking on in the markets this week? We had the Bank of England, but I think that's an, it's a non-event, we didn't really move much. No, we,
1: I feel as though everyone was <laughs> always looking at the feds, you know, you yeah. kind of every, everyone else is kind of irrelevant almost. It pains us to say, obviously, us based in the UK, but uh, it's the reality of things. Um, yeah. I feel as though you know, quite an interesting equity story forming today. Um, actually, on the back of um, an app, and please do forgive me, Cash App. Cash app. Cash app. So right, the owners yeah. of Cash app are That's so that's big in America Cash app? Block. 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 Could we pull up a um Block. A, an app called um SQ's the ticker, but Block is the company. A Block uh, are they crypto based? They're the um tech company. Uh, I don't oh, Block I'm here, not yeah. too
0: sure if they have um um uh, yeah, crypto sort of thing. These guys are yeah. I, I believe they are mate. Um I don't know why I've got this big Sort of trade. You must have been looking at it before, right? Yeah, clearly. But this oh, if I took this trade, fuck it now, I could have retired. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> but no, super interesting
1: today where I was kind of getting a scoop on was basically um block or square. I'm not too sure what the parent. I think it's block now. I yeah, think. yeah. So... They're, Doesn't look good. No, they're down 14% today. Yeah. And that's on the back of this company called Hindenburg Research, right? And right. these are a financial institution. I'm not sure they're a hedge fund or if they just publish, publish research, mm. but they've basically all they do is they publish research and it's always biased towards short positions. I don't right. know if you were paying attention earlier in the year, but they published, um, you know, papers on the Aldani company. And you know, once it was released, you know their stock took a huge, huge plummet. So they're a, a conglomerate based in Asia. So right. these have basically been the next target of this research group. And a really interesting sort of stat. Obviously, we can see the bearish move today. They're down yeah, about fifteen percent, just on 14%. a monthly.
0: Look, we're breaking out we have broken out of a bit of a flag here. If I mark up trend line there, yeah. trend line there, you can see that, mate. It's that that. You yeah, look at this. Looks worrying for the stock.
1: Yeah, even on the shorter time frames, you know, you'll probably see um, some of, you know, the... <laughs> the look, yeah, it's there some we trouble. Go. So it doesn't look good. One stat yeah, that you Rally's can... Rally's been sold. That's 14% right Bear yeah. that in mind. So when Hindenburg published articles or reports, I should say, and they've published about 30 from, I think... 2020 don't hold me to that but anyway the yeah. average stock decrease once these guys publish a report on a company yes bel- uh, is around 25 26 percent wow
0: so they have that much influence they have that much influence wow so that's interesting when w- how often do they drop these reports
1: i mean the last one was dropped about a month ago and right. then obviously this is dropped uh
0: yesterday night sort of today this is uh, in interesting stuff this is gold i, I never knew this yeah. i never knew this i wasn't aware. i don't really i don't dive so deep into stocks on that level and, like and, do, so. and,
1: and the thing is like super super interesting right because obviously mm. these are guys and girls that you know spend all day looking at you know opportunities to uh you know call bullshit in, yeah. in, in other words right that's it uh you know you you can call bullshit on a, on a number of reasons right you know sort of like inflated balance sheets and you know all these sort of things that are Or, you know, many people would be considered as, you know, really sort of intricate details, you know, myself and uh, like most of our listeners, you know, we may not be able to go into such depth when we're like analysing a balance Mm. sheet. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some of the things that were coming out actually quite funny associated with the reporting on this. They were alluding to uh, rap culture and, you know, the States uh, sort of uh, providing a negative light for Cash App. They were alluding to, you know, hits on, you know, rival gangs being paid via Cash App, drug trafficking and all all that sort of, you know, illegal activity being facilitated by Cash App. Uh, I think, I don't know too much about the app myself, but there's definitely a sort (laughs) of
0: Uh, there's not enough KYC being done from you know an app like this. Cash App, it so, may Cash App brings back bad memories. I remember Dan, you probably don't. do. You remember Cash App? Yeah, when we were in USA, me and him did a road trip in USA. We we basically, excuse me. Uh, partner this was before me and you but anyway we we met some girls uh and um basically we we're going to some party right yeah uh they t- we we're going to some party uh, it was an nba players it's right blake, it's blake, blake griffin. griffin yeah blake griffin's hey, party hey, right yeah. and uh we we're trying to get into his party and we were at the door like we sure. were going to get in and it, uh, we had to pay basically we had to pay the security guard to let us in right and um yeah he was uh, he, was al- he was asking us to send it via Cash App And we- where we were in the heels We are up in the hills in LA yeah. But the signal was shit So we couldn't, we couldn't even freaking send it Could we? We ended up getting turned away It was so gutted The girls went in And I was like oh, Okay see you later See ya yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so That was annoying But yeah Fuck Cash App <laughs> It's not there Well fucking... there you go If you're
1: saying fuck Cash App This probably looks like a ripe short for you Because again as I said it's Typical yeah. sort of Decrease in stock price once these guys put out a hit in you know blunt terms is about 25, 26 percent. Yeah, we're down fourteen percent on the day. So any short sellers, why not? Yeah, Let's yeah. See.
0: Nice man. No, that see that's the fire you bring on the stock front. I, I appreciate it, mate. Definitely more of that where where you can. What any anything else? Um, we kind of talked about crypto there the other day right yeah let's bring up crypto let's talk about crypto because crypto has been obviously uh on another level of late i think we're consolidating a little bit today yeah we're da- we're down marginally today but we've we've had it a- last week we had an amazing week right uh, we were we'll keep i'll keep going over this but the, this inverse head and shoulders we're pulling back we're going to retest that would you area. would you say you're bullish on crypto just short term short term i'm bullish okay. i think we can very quickly run in towards sort of 38k territory Yeah. Um, Yeah, I am. I am. Especially with right now, like the the, I see crypto. Crypto is a bit of a meme thing at times. Right. Um, It's it's very easily driven by people. Uh, So and I think we're still having that power of people moment, particularly with all this banking failure. So I I, I see this pushing near term, like quite a quick bit of volatility into 38K. Mm. Um, I, I don't see quite much resistance you see in the past when we've fallen back in this was back yeah. in may june we feel, fell very quickly from this 38k area look it's just freely and then same same obviously we don't have much historics as we were saying before on the live stream but look in december 2020 how quickly and freely this had to just run to the upside it just took out everything here and just went yeah. straight to almost 40, well to 40k so I, I can see that being replicated here in this move you know just by looking at the sh- the, the limited data that we have mm. um, and looking at obviously the current sentiment right now, I think that can just push in. I'll yeah. play devil's advocate for a minute. Go on, go on. Um, <laughs> again,
1: going back to, you know, sort of reading around the news and so on. Um, yeah. Forgive me if I get his name wrong. Uh, Do Kwan, I think his name is raised. Oh, yeah,
0: he just got arrested, didn't he? That was In yeah, Montenegro. So, uh,
1: yeah, 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 yesterday night. Um. So, crazy. you know, what does that mean? Obviously, I don't think crypto needs any more of these guys getting bag to go into jail really like i mean it's just you know we had one earlier in the year we've got one now again Who's, oh yeah yeah, ftx yeah yeah ftx it's, mad, it's it? just like shit it's just you Man. know again we can kind of look back at the origins of crypto Ooh. and you know the theory the the, the concept of Ooh. it was was Absolutely beautiful to say the least, you know. Yeah, of course. It's one of those things where it's like again, as you've said it multiple times, it's power to the people, it's the big middle fingers to, to to Big Sam, to, <laughs> Damn to, right. to the government, you know, yeah, and yeah. it's, you know, us kind of trying to take back, you mm-hmm. know, some form of control of our everyday lives. <laughs> um but if I'm being completely honest, I look at crypto mm-hmm. and it's just there's too much hiccups. There's, there's there's so many hiccups as of recent and it's just like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we see more retail investors almost kind of sitting out. I mean, lo- I'm, I'd say I'm long crypto in terms of Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel as though it's got a place within society and it's just, I feel as though maybe, you know, sideways movement with regards to, you know, more guys <laughs> getting sent to jail. But I feel as though, you know, I, I like, I like the feel I like web three. I feel as though, you know, it's going to be inevitable, but you know, I feel as though like we need to iron out the creases almost.
0: What? on uh, uh, one more. Sorry.
1: Iron out the creases in terms of obviously you know the, the, the kind of bad guys of crypto like the guys that have been you of know, course it's caught of fraud going to jail. Is though like, that kind well, needs to be ironed out before I think we see mass adoption.
0: Agreed. It's still a lot of that still to come until we get. I was saying on the stream yesterday, right? We need. Oh, that's it's fine. We need. Um, regulations come in. You know, clear regulatory framework are obviously on a high level globally. And then that will bring in that mass adoption. You know, the technology's there. You know, it's there. It's freaking fantastic. But we need, uh, you know, those assurances of of regulation. It needs to happen. And it'll be great for Bitcoin and crypto. Um, And when it does happen... Yeah, before when we were, you know, like... Uh, this was back in 2016 2015 when everyone was talking about regulation, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone then China were banning crypto, but all this was uh sh- we were selling off heavily, but yeah. but now I think it's a g- it's going to be a good thing when it comes I finally think so and clear out all I this shit, so too. yeah. You know, and that's what we we just need to get need over
1: it. this hurdle. That's it. And then I think you know if anything, regulation is going to play a positive part in terms of you know the crypto market. Yeah, definitely, and it's going to help. You know institutions adopt it it's gonna you know i think it's got a wider part to play within society as a whole and you know we'll get there it's just a matter of when you know so once these uh vigilantes uh, for lack of a better word you know kind of get caught and get get sent it's like right okay let's put some proper people in place to pick up the baton if you will so
0: 100 mate 100, I'm just putting up the calendar here, see what's going on for the last trading week of the month, um, not too much really, major, no, uh, no, this is a quiet one really, okay, we'll keep an eye on this on Friday, next Friday, core PCE, uh, given inflation still obviously a big thing, um, so we'll keep an eye on that, but other than that, it's, I mean CAD GDP is nice, no, 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 that's it really mate, cool, oh, the clocks, the clocks change next week, Oh Sunday, this Sun next Sunday, so we're losing our sleep. Fantastic, oh, <laughs> nice. All right, mate. Um, that was a good one. Last one. Hopefully, we've got some more sh- stuff to talk about next week. Absolutely, look forward to see you next one, buddy. Nice awesome. one.